Shulchan Aruch Arav, we are in Simen Tafai in Beis, we begin Halacha Yud, section 472. We are starting to learn the 10th Halacha. Yesterday we were learning about the obligation to recline in a derechedis, in a manner that reflects freedom. We explained why righties and lefties as well also lean to the left. The question we're going to discuss today is if a woman has to recline. Halacha Yud, Isha. A woman, and this uh, applies to a married, widowed, or divorced, and we should note that this also applies to a single woman who has not yet gotten married, is not required to recline because it's not common for women to recline, and for them, this is not conduct that reflects freedom. Now, the Gemara makes such a statement about a married woman who, in the presence of her husband, and the Allahic authorities, right after the redaction of the Talmud, expanded the scope of the exclusion to all women. Now, if it's a chashuva, a prominent woman whose ordinary practice is to recline, is obligated to recline. And al Rebbe now says, Presently, in our times, all our women are considered as prominent. Nevertheless, it is not customary for them to recline. Why not? Because there are authorities who maintain that there's no obligation to recline at all in the present era, since it's not customary to recline in these countries at all on the other days of the year. Indeed, even kings and prominent people sit in an ordinary manner. In the present era, the women rely on the words of these authorities, and they and, and do not recline. Okay. A son who eats in his father's presence must Recline, this applies even if his father is his rabbi muvak, which means his foremost teacher. And this term has a specific halachic meaning. It means a mentor from whom one derived most of his Torah knowledge. The reason is that a son must recline in his father's presence, even if he's his rabbi muvak, is that it can be assumed that a father will waive the honor due him from his son. By contrast, when a student eats in his teacher's presence, even when he is not the, the student's foremost teacher, the student is not permitted to recline as an expression of the awe and honor due his teacher, unless the teacher gave the student permission to recline in his presence. In this case, the student is required to recline. However, a teacher is not obligated to give his students permission to recline in his presence. It is only that if the teacher desires to forgo his honor, grant the student permission to recline, he has license to do so. In other words, he is not considered to have demeaned the honor of the Torah by doing so. Similarly, one who eats in the presence of a Torah sage, a Tamachacham, Muflag Bedoide, who is one of the most distinguished scholars in his generation, should consider the sage as his teacher and must respect the sage accordingly. Even if he did not learn anything from that scholar, he should not recline in the scholar's presence unless he gives permission. And that's why those that participated in the Rebbe Seder would not recline. Okay. All of the above applies when he eats at the same table as his teacher. If whoever a person eats at another table, which is located in the same room as his teacher's table, he is obligated to recline, even if the teacher is his Rabbi Muvak even if his teacher is his foremost teacher and the leading, and the leading sage of the generation. Allah base 12. All of the above applies with regard to a student who studies Torah under a teacher. A student who learns a profession by contrast, even though he is in awe of his teacher, honors him and serves him, must nevertheless recline even in his teacher's presence. Similarly, one's Jewish servants and maidservants must recline. Now, when we say Jewish servant, that's referring to somebody who willingly sold himself into servitude because of financial need, 
or was sold by the rabbinical court because he didn't have the, the means to pay for an object that he stole. Now, these laws are not practiced in the present age. It's likely that the Altarev is not referring only to the strict halachic meaning of the term, but also to Jewish household help. Okay. Now, uh, the term Jewish maidservant uh, refers to a girl whose father sold her as a maidservant due to the family's destitution. This law is also not practiced during the present age. Here, too, it is likely that Altarev is not only referring to the strict halachic meaning of the term. Continuing the halacha, even though they must walk to and fro to serve during the meal, nevertheless, it's possible for them to recline while they eat the required olive-sized portion of, of matzah and the afikamen and drink the four cups of wine. Reclining at these times suffices for these constitute the fundamental mitzvah of reclining as will be explained. Now, seemingly, their obligation would also include reclining when eating the kairach, the sandwich, as mentioned in the halacha. And Lachi Yudalid, the Rishalom maintains that since there is a difference of opinion whether it's necessary to recline while eating the Kairach, servants are not obligated. Lachi Yud Gimel, anyone who is exempt from reclining and yet reclines is considered a head, considered a commoner. The intent is that the person is not considered as praiseworthy for following the stringency. Instead, the contrary is true. This concludes Lachi Yud Gimel and today's share.